0: Hey, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we're going to look at a lot of text, and we are going to uh, once again look at this disciple of Jesus, th- this man named Peter. Now, to do this, we are in John chapter 18, but I actually want to go back to the upper room. I want to go back to, to Jesus with his disciples and, and uh, uh, right after washing their feet. And let's remember this exchange we saw not too long ago. John chapter 13. Verses 36 through 38. Jesus is discussing how he is going to go and they can't follow. And so Simon Peter says, Lord, wh- where are you going? And Jesus answered, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me afterward. Now, now, Peter's response here, he says, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. And Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow until you have denied me three times. Now, this is, this is Peter in a zeal. He says, Lord, I'm going to lay down my life for you. And what we saw yesterday was, was really this willingness to do just that. He drew his sword. He struck Malchus. He was in this moment, this heat of the battle. He was ready to go down in a blaze of glory. Well, let's go from chapter 13 back to chapter 18. Jesus has just rebuked Peter for striking the the high priest's servant. And then here's what the text says. It says, So the band of soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. First they led him to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it would be expedient that one man should die for the people. All right? All right. Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple, John likely. Since that disciple was known to the high priest, he entered with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood outside the door. So the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the servant girl who kept watch at the door and brought Peter in. The servant girl at the door said to Peter, You also... You also are not one of the man's disciples, are you? Peter responds, he says, I am not. Now the servant girl and the officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold and they were standing and warming themselves. Peter also was with them, standing and warming himself. Now this exchange happens and there's gonna be something that happens next. We're gonna come back to that tomorrow. But then go to verse 25. It says, now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. So they said to him, you also are not one of the disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked. Uh, this is kind of uh, intense almost, right? He says, did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter again denied it, and once and at once a rooster crowed. And this third time, this man is, is a relative of the man that Peter cut, and, and maybe he's thinking, you struck him. You struck that man who's a family man, or a family member of me. And, uh, and Jesus, as the sirens go by, Jesus denied, or Peter denies it. Peter's like, no, it was not me. And then in that moment, at once, a rooster crows. At once, Peter is brought face to face with this word of Jesus when Jesus says, y- you will deny me three times. Now, what is, what is our ancient way for our modern day with these texts? We remember Jesus prophesied this. We remember yesterday, Peter was all in it. He was willing to strike and fight in battle and even die in battle potentially. Now Jesus is arrested and now Peter, not once, not twice, but three times has denied Jesus. What do, we, what do we do with this? What do you do with this contrast between Peter one day and Peter the next, or between Peter one hour and Peter the next hour? Well, I just I think this reminds us of ourselves as disciples. Yesterday we saw Peter's zeal and he acted in the wrong way. Today we see Peter in the moment when he he is uh, he's cowardly, he's timid, and we we see this in Peter just right after a moment where he's willing to die, and I think this reminds us in our own in our own spiritual lives those moments when we struggle. With having courage to do the right thing or to say the right thing or to align ourselves with Christ. But here's where I wanted to land. The difference between Peter then and us now is stark, it's drastic. The difference is the Spirit of God that lives in believers today. See, unlike Peter, we, uh, in P- unlike Peter in that moment, we actually have the Spirit of God dwelling in us. When we hear the word of the gospel and we believe we are sealed with the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God comes and takes up its dwelling place within us. And in that moment, we now have a supernatural power working in us so that we we need not be like Peter in this moment. We don't have to strike out with zeal the wrong way, like when he drew his sword. And we do not have to back down in cowardice when we're confronted about our faith. Instead, we can be those who love, who are aligned with the the priorities of God, even loving our enemy. And we can be those who speak boldly to declare the gospel with clear conviction, even in those moments where it might cost us. This was a moment that it might cost Peter. And yet, you and I, and when we have moments where it might cost us, we know we have the Spirit of God dwelling us. And this is our ancient way for our modern day. In those moments when we're tempted to deny Christ, to, to be cowardly or to be timid, I want to encourage you, I want to call you, brother and sister in Christ, to boldly identify with Christ, trusting His Spirit will work in you and through you. And this is the ancient way for our modern day.